Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, veterinarian physician and founder of Longevity, and I want to talk about dementias. There's at least a dozen different dementias. Doctors call all of them Alzheimer's disease because when you look at the payout list, Alzheimer's disease pays the most. So no matter which of the 12 dementias you have, they're going to call it Alzheimer's disease, and there's no law that says you can't have two or three or five or eight or all 12 of the dementias. And so you have to get rid of all the bad stuff. No fried foods, no processed meats, no oils, no gluten, no wheat brown rhinos, no sugar. And then I want you to take one healthy brain and heart pack per 100 pounds of body weight. That's one healthy brain and heart pack per 100 pounds of body weight. I want you to take the ultimate niacin plus one of those twice a day. Our de-stress capsules, three of those twice a day. That's two bottles a month. Then I want you to take the ultimate daily classic tablets, three of those twice a day per 100 pounds of body weight in case you have vascular dementia. And don't forget those three eggs twice a day because, remember, 75% of your brain weight is cholesterol. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Well, we're back to Hour 2 Radio Law Talk. I appreciate you guys being with us. Uh, I'm Frederick Penny, your host with Denise Dirks, Todd Cunin, and our uh, producer, uh, our wonderful Cal Hunter that has been with us from the beginning. We are the, the, I'd say, four musketeers. We have been doing this for almost five years, and we really appreciate our listeners. Wow. We have a wonderful following. It has blown by. Um, we have a new affiliate we're, we're thankful for, which is uh, in Auburn, Alabama, News Talk 98.7 FM and 1400 AM. We have a lot of new uh, people uh, and new stations jumping on. And if you are listening to us live on our uh, on our uh, radiolawtalk.com, just tell your local affiliate, man, why don't you have Radio Law Talk on, and, and maybe we can push us a little bit. Uh, but, we, we again, we really appreciate it. If you want to call in, 855-LAW-RADIO, again, 855 855- Five two nine seven two three four eight five 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 two nine seven two three four. We got some great exciting news next week. We have an app that we're going to be going on live with our show for the first hour, and we're going to announce it next week. We did a, a test run this first hour. It was kind of fun, huh, guys? We, we but you know we had some faux pas, but it worked out, didn't it? So yeah. And and at least I looked at the people that were uh, talking to us, and they said they just loved loved the show, loved the first hour, and. And enjoyed it. So what we're going to talk about this time, we're going to talk about it. We're going to have a case or no case, but we're going to talk about the latest victory of the NCAA student-athletes. I started to talk about it. We're going to finish it up. We've got to go into the cheerleader. Uh, the Supreme Court weighs in on the cheerleader and what she said, and it's a First Amendment uh, issue. about. And we talked about this a number of weeks ago, and, again, I think we nailed that one too. I, I don't know what's wrong. Uh, again, I don't know. How do we brag without bragging? But we, it seems like we just kind of nail it. We, you, we, we call you, it. You let me do it. Congratulations right. oh, yes, to yes. the Radio Law Talk team for nailing the NCAA Supreme Court decision. Yeah, we, we nail a lot of them. <laughs> Give know? me an A. Hey. hey. All right. And then we're going to talk a little bit about a pastor being sued. And why is this pastor being sued? Uh, we're going to see for what this pastor is being sued. we got to talk about the, the Kobe Bryant family uh, case. Uh, Todd's going to talk about our criminal law lawyer here about the the police powers uh, are being restricted. Don't forget the Supreme Court came out with a number of rulings uh, this week. 
here's the most important one, and you guys ready for this? This is so important. We're going to talk about Kim Kardashian and becoming a lawyer and what she's doing and how that's going to affect uh, the legal community in California. Yes, this is going to be exciting. I can't wait to talk about it. Definitely I mean, interested in yeah. reading her legal briefs. <laughs> that's not technically reading, Todd. Well, it's, it's, it's the first time you've had briefs with pictures. You mean art. observing, observing, <laughs> exactly. and reviewing. Yeah. I wish I could take a picture of Denise's face right now. It's like disgust, like I'm going to throw up face, you know? All right, then we're gonna, we might be able to get to O.J. Simpson. Uh, there's some issues there. And Giuliani, obviously, there's a, everyone wants to talk about Giuliani, why he was disciplined. Um, uh, again, I don't want to get into that, but uh, we, we try not to get into the political stuff, but it's kind of interesting. And, and all I care about between you and I, and I always bring this up, is, is lawyers. As weird as it sounds, I care about one thing, and that's the attorney-client privilege. Not necessarily this is an attorney-client privilege issue. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. But we've had issues before in the past, and all of us have agreed that, you know what, those attorneys need to be protected, and they should not be saying stuff out there that isn't, you know, that's that their client hasn't agreed or allowed them to say. So, and I'm not saying Giuliani did this. I'm just saying that that's that's very important for attorneys. That's a very sacred thing, in my opinion, is the attorney-client privilege. But uh, uh, remember, we're talking about general topics of law. Seek local counsel. We're not giving legal advice. We have to give that to you. We are, this is exciting, entertaining, and remember, sometimes informative. If you think that this is going to be the most, you're going to get some information out of this, and just it's going to make your day. Uh, don't 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 put us up to that pedal pedestal. Just just enjoy it and relax and put your feet up and we appreciate that. So, with that, Cal, I think we've got time to just start out with our second hour case or no case. I think we do. Now I think it's we time have to, to play yeah, case or no case. Yeah. All right, I take you now to Horn Dog High, a Southern California high school charged. Uh, Charge students, parents, almost $65,000 a year to attend. And apparently it was an actual horn dog high. And the horn dogs were not the students, but the teachers and the coaches. One female student said she was constantly accosted by a coach and annoyed, to use the legal term, and she finally complained to her parents. The student even heard rumor that the teachers had a website where they passed around information about vulnerable students and more than a few took advantage. The school's administration, every time complaints came up, and they came up severally, every time they came up, they said, well, we need more information, and we need to question the students, and we need more information. And they denied any and all wrongdoing. So finally, one student, let's call her Beverly, got her parents involved, and they called an attorney to ask if this was a case or no case. Denise Dirks, what say you about this high school? So we're talking about horned dogs, huh? Horned dogs, yes, horned dogs. That's and what people say when a school's particularly active in the physical arts, so to speak, yes. Okay, and this in this particular case, it was the teachers that were active. That's the allegation. And they had a website. That's the allegation. And, the, you know, this is like one of those that's pretty disgusting, actually. Exactly. So I am going to say... That this is made up. No case. Okay. Fred Penny, what about you? What say you about Horn Dog High in Ojai? Can you repeat? Uh, I, listen, I'll be honest with you. I was being texted. I texted back. And I, I, look, I'm just going to be honest. I didn't hear one dang thing you said other than Horn Dog. Well, teachers, teachers, <laughs> teachers. <laughs> once you heard Horn Dog, you said. Of course, that's the only one. I, only thing I heard. It tells yeah. you. Okay, go ahead. Tell, just really brief. 
briefly, teachers were allegedly sexually ad- taking advantage of annoying students and so on. What? And the administration denied it all the time, kept denying. This was at a very exclusive private high school, wow. 65000 bucks a year. And so every time these complaints came up, the administration just denied Ignored it. Ignored it. And so yeah. a lawsuit occurred. I'm going to say well, yes. That's the allegation. I'm going to say that that's an allegation. Yes, that occurred. And the uh, students win. Okay. Todd Kunin, what do you say about this? Unfortunately, as a former prosecutor, I have seen and handled cases where teachers have been charged with this kind of conduct. And um, so I'm going to say, yes, it happens. I'm going to say, yes, this is a case. And not only are the teachers subject to criminal liability, but the school is subject to civil liability as well. And I'm going to say I can't imagine anybody finding in favor of somebody other than the victims in this case. So, yes, it's a case and the victims win. Okay. well, I think I'm going to tell you, I think we have enough time that I can do this. So here is the story. Those of you who said it was a case, who would that be? Well, that would be Fred and Todd. And uh, yes, Tadis, Tadis. Hey, I saw a cuss word come out of her mouth quietly. She said fudge. Yes, I saw. No, she no, didn't. She no, said I saw. Horn dog no. high. She said. No, um, it, was a, it was not a bad it one. It, start, was one. it started with the D. It was one of the minor ones. Dang it. Was, it. it was a. Dog it was like dang it. No. Dirt bag. No. <laughs> in the most serious episode dog described. Dog on it. In the most serious episode described at this high school, which was this ongoing abuse, an alumna from the 1980s accused her English teacher of repeatedly raping her starting of when she was 16. The school did not call police, but rather dispatched the assistant headmaster who reportedly asked the girl if she enjoyed the physical intimacy forced upon her. The counselor later included her unfortunate involvement with a faculty member in her letter of recommendation to college. I mean, this place was out of control. There have been many individual lawsuits filed, and the private school has lost most of them. No criminal charges have been filed that I'm aware of, but I know that lawsuits certainly have. And Mr. Cunin and Mr. Penny, congratulations to you, because yes. that, in just a little amount of time we have left, is case or no case. All right, Denise, that's, uh, that's the two of us nailed it, didn't we? Well, we're going to be back after this, and we're going to talk a little bit about a Latest victory, the NCAA student uh, athletes, and then a little bit about cheerleader that wins. We'll be back. We hope you'll stay tuned for more Radio Law Talk. It's coming up right here. This portion of Radio Law Talk is brought to you by Strauss Naturals. For more information, go to StraussNaturals.com. That's S-T-R-A-U-S-S, StraussNaturals.com. Wayne Elliott here to tell you about my experience with Strauss Naturals Heart Drops over the past 20 years. Strauss Heart Drops saved me back then and changed my life forever. It's hard to describe how invigorating it is when you support your healthy blood flow everywhere. There is scientific evidence that Heart Drops ingredients help maintain healthy lipid concentration. Cholesterol is in the blood lipid group. This supports blood flow, our body's most important function. I was able to maintain a healthy heart and blood flow. Strauss Heart Drops work, I can assure you. No contraindications with pharma drugs. Strauss Heart Drops are safe and Strauss guarantees your satisfaction with a hassle-free guarantee so you can't go wrong and certainly have nothing to lose. I've seen folks taking heart drops that have greatly improved their lives. 
Available online at StraussNaturals.com. Thank you very much. These products may not be right for you. Always read and follow the label. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I'm going to Quick Quack Car Wash. Get my car washed, make it quick, quack, pretty, shiny, sexy, just because I want to. Don't drive dirty. Going to get my car suds at the Quick Quack Car Wash. It's the Quick Quack, quickest and the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes, sitting right in your car. Watch 100 feet of cloth. Washing your car at the Quick Quack Car Wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, Quick Quack will spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy. You'll be glad you was at the Quick Quack Car Wash. Get on the web and go to DontDriveDirty.com and see where you got your closest Quick Quack in the local area. Get in your car. Get in your truck. Get on the road. Come visit the duck at the Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating and eating, and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop. At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone like nobody else could possibly understand we understand we're overeaters anonymous and we have helped thousands of people just like you people who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy rewarding life overeaters anonymous help me get my life back now i eat in a way that's healthy and good for me i never realized what i was missing out on with oa i am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at oa.org. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Oh, come on. Are Are you serious? You're listening to Radiolawtalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. So before uh, we ended the first hour, I was talking about the NCAA uh, student uh, college athlete issue going on, the, the lawsuit that was brought uh, by an individual. Uh, it was actually bought by a number of California um, athletes, and but one individual uh, represented all of them. And, and, this, and they basically, and I'm, again, I'm writing a whole article on this, and it's going to be a long discussion, but basically it, their argument was, 
under the the Sherman Act, which is you know an antitrust act, you can't as NCAA. The argument is you can't restrict these kids just because they're college students, and you know going out and making money on you know you know by they're selling their images or et cetera et cetera et cetera. Well, they narrowed it down a little bit more, and this case came down to determining whether or not they could, under the anti under the under the Sherman Act and the Antitrust Act, whether or not the NCA and the colleges could restrict what students could receive via you know more scholastically, right? Could they get a computer? Can they get can they get other stuff outside of what they're already offering? And can they go bargain? Maybe go bargain with it under the next college. Hey, what, how, ma- how many computers do I get? Or what when it comes down to scholastically? Everyone thinks the Supreme Court comes as a, it's a grand slam home run for everything that an NCAA athlete receives, and that's not the case. It's, but they limited it and narrowed it at this time to specifically scholastically. You cannot limit what they can or cannot receive, but that's – the beginning of it, and why is that just the beginning? And what did the what the justices said justices said is really important. So, so let me get this straight, though. My understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, sure. um, when it comes to the Supreme Court's ruling in this case, what yes. they're not saying. What they are not saying is that now it's open season and boosters and a school can go in and the high price five star athlete, they can go ahead and pay him 100000 bucks and give him a Lamborghini, come to our school. No. That is not what the court is saying. No. The court's not saying that's acceptable. All the court did is one thing. Don't forget, Good. there's a lower court, all right? The lower court's a federal court out of Oakland, California. And all they did is uphold what that court did. So what, what, what happens, let me go through the schedule or how things happen in, in, when something goes to the Supreme Court. It went to the, a federal court in Oakland. That judge made a decision. Then it goes up to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. They determine whether or not they agree with the lower court. And then the Supreme Court comes down and makes a decision whether they agree with the lower courts, right? And what they do is they generally, generally speaking, will remand it back down to the lower court to do what they're supposed to do or finish what they're supposed to do. So what the lowest court did or the lower court in Oakland did is basically uh, round number did, did an adjunction, injunction against uh, the NCAA from limiting what these kids could receive scholastically. Now, here's the issue. That's very broad. They left it a little bit broad and they narrowed it kind of to that issue. So the Supreme Court never said, you know, it's open season, but let me tell you, there was a lot of hints from Gorsuch and from Kavanaugh hinting NCAA, you better start delving some money out to these kids. And what's important to note is there's already states, including California, that have passed laws that now allow student athletes to sell their likeness while call in college. Yeah, that's definitely going to be the next phase of, of cases that get up to the right. Supreme Court are going to be their likeness. and um, Or maybe not, Denise, because the, I think they threw some softballs at the NCAA and the colleges saying, hey, you better start figuring this out because otherwise when it comes down to it, we're going to – and this is what I'll say. Kavanaugh said the NCAA is not above the law. You know, they went on and, and, and basically said that, uh, that look, uh, and, and actually Gorsuch went through and mentioned all the, the, the payments 
that were received and how much coaches made and athletic directors compared to what the kids made. And I, and I earlier on in the first hour, at the end of the first hour, laid out how much some of these kids are getting, 1500 bucks, and they're beating their bodies for the rest of their lives, right? And I know that people are like, well, they get a, this is the argument you're always going to hear. It. They get an education. Do you want to go out and beat your body for a free education? You know, why don't you go get a free education, and for the rest of your life, you're going to have a, a back surgeries, shoulder surgeries, knee surgeries, and hip surgeries, right? Now, this doesn't doesn't apply to schools trying to um, get p- their students to them. This applies to once they are in the school and the employment or the educational benefits that they can and can't give, right? I don't know that. I don't, I don't know that that's you – know, let me finish one thing. So what the NCAA has said is this. The NCAA has said we're going back down to the lower court to get a little bit of a – uh, explanation because the Supreme Court basically said that's not for us to work out those details, and so now they're going to go back down to, to to this judge down in Oakland, California, and say, "What is it you mean by?" Because um, uh, what the the, the argument is going to be, the education related stuff is very broad. Okay, for education, I need a car to get back and forth. For education, I need this and that. So. It's, it's left a little broad, and so that judge is probably going to have to make a decision as to what that means. So I'll, I'll read you uh, language from the majority opinion here, and it says, Under the current decree, the NCAA is free to forbid in-kind benefits unrelated to students' actual education, and nothing stops it from enforcing a, quote, no Lamborghini, close quote, rule. Right. So so again, the the promising and, and providing lavish benefits during the recruitment process to get a kid to go to your school, right. they, they can still prohibit that. But it's when they're here. What I'm curious is, I'll give you an example. Uh, a couple of years ago, there was a kicker, I think, for the uh, one of the Florida colleges. Dude had a YouTube channel, and he had quite a good following. You know what? That. He's making money on YouTube because he's posting videos and doing stuff. Right. NCAA came in and said, Either shut down the YouTube channel or lose your eligibility. And that's ridiculous. And and what I what I don't know absolutely is whether or not this ruling that came down from the Supreme Court would invalidate that decree from the NCAA or if the NCAA is still free to monitor that kind of activity because he's not receiving money from boosters or other folks. He's making money on ads from Google for crying and out loud. And I agree. And then the, the, the NCAA, they did not come down with that. The NCAA wants the lower court to, to tell them. And, but I'm telling you, this is not over. And we're going to yeah. talk a little bit about things, what Gorsuch and I'm going to say what Kavanaugh said that might be throwing some softballs. We'll be back after this. Thank you, Fred, Todd, and Denise. They'll be back in just a little bit right here on Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned as the show continues. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans, and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your 
your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940-800-670-0940-800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. Ever wonder how the credit card companies make their money? Well, think about this. If you owe $25,000 on five different credit cards and you make your minimum payments every month, Here's what it's going to cost you. Are you sitting down? You'll shell out over 13 grand in additional interest, and it's going to take over 13 years to pay off your original $25,000 balance. That's how they make money. Now it's your turn to fight back by calling the Debt Solutions Network. We'll work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. We promise we can and will reduce your debt. Call right now for a free 15-minute debt analysis. 866-451-3328-866-451-3328-866-451-3328. That's eight. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. Oh, stop it. Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. Cal, thanks a million for uh, bringing me in. This is important. The NCAA, then we're going to move on. Uh, The NCAA uh, issue we discussed, what did the court say without saying it, right? They basically said, look, they only talk about the education part of it, but they didn't talk about the amount of money that... uh, or whether or not students can, student athletes can make money on their likeness, or they can receive money from ticket sales, or from now on, you notice they don't put names on, on uh, shirts or jerseys at the colleges of the quarterbacks, or of the running backs, or anyone that's famous. Yet maybe now later on they can say, you know what, I'm an NCAA player, I'm a star quarterback. Which, by the way, what happens if they have a a, a, a career-ending you know, injury, then they don't make any money. So, But this is what Kavanaugh added. This is very important. And to me, it's throwing a softball to the NCAA and the colleges saying, you better change things. And they've already said, the NCAA said they're going to change things. And they're going to they're gonna talk and discuss and maybe do some changes concerning their likeness, whether or not the, the students can get paid for their likeness. Kavanaugh stated, quote, The bottom line is the NCAA and its member colleges are suppressing the pay of student-athletes who collectively generate billions of dollars in revenues for colleges every year. Those enormous sums of money flow to seemingly everyone except the student-athletes. Amen. Slam dunk. Mic drop. That is exactly my feeling, Judge Kavanaugh, and I know we stayed politically neutral. I don't think this is a political thing. I think it's a business thing, right? And I, I have never heard of businesses saying, I'm going to use you for everything, and you don't get paid for, you know, I'm not going to pay you any money, right? Uh, but that, that's what Kavanaugh it's like dropped. If you want to maintain the title of amateur, right. then you don't get paid. The, right. the thing I also like, 
The thing I also liked about Kavanaugh's opinion is not only does he say that, not only does he say that, but he says, look, there are serious considerations that this opinion does not address. And then he lists them three bullet points of three serious. That is the open invitation to file, and each one of them had to do with the legality of the NC2A's restriction on payments uh, that student-athletes receive, and the argument, and and what he called circular logic relating to the argument that the NCAA put forward as to why student-athletes should not be compensated by the school for the services they perform. So anybody reading his opinion not only knows that they have a friend in the court, but they also have the bullet points for the brief they need to file and the basis of their appeal, because it's right there. And for me, that's inappropriate, because that goes beyond the case that's before the justice, and he should not be telling what he's going to do in future cases that and, come and, forward. But he doesn't say he doesn't say what he's going to do. What he says is there are serious concerns that right. are raised by this. These and he's clarifying. I don't agree with you. And, and these are and these are clarifying that these are things that are not addressed by this decision. And that's why he's you know, only concurring on that yeah. one because I think he took it a step too far by giving at least an insight of what he may do in future cases. Right. But it's always okay to be sure. Between you know, Denise and I'm not, I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. It's not just he that said that. The other the other justices said it without saying it. It's pretty clear when it was that was a nine nine oh nine oh nine oh and it's really the same concept, right, Denise? It's a maybe slightly different because it's educational, but it's still the same concept because Gorsuch basically said. Look, there's been, I think it was Gorsuch that said, California's already passed some stuff in other states that are saying you can't, they can get money for their likeness. So there's other states doing yes. it now. And before Congress, Congress is in the process of passing something right now that's going to give these student athletes money for their likeness and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's on. bipartisan, by the way. Right, that's exactly, this is yes. not a Republican Democrat thing. I think exactly. it's, they're going, and oh, yeah. I think everybody agrees, these kids have been, has been used too much. And, God, we're talking. I, I'm trying to think. I wish I had my paperwork with me that I had had a study on this. That I think some of the colleges are making a hundred million a year on their like football, basketball programs. You know, that's there were many that we yeah. went over that. I think it was While last back. year. Yeah, yeah, and I, and there were many, and it was astounding. It's the amount of money. The amount of money they made. So yes, yeah, anyway. and, and the thing to also keep in mind is it's easy to say. Well, we're talking about the football players, the basketball players, the high profile, the ones whose games are on ESPN, NBC, CBS, uh, and what have you. But let's let's remember this. I talked about that kicker who uh, the NC two A said shut down your YouTube channel or you lose your eligibility. Well, you know what? The javelin thrower for the low, for the track team in college or the guy doing shot put that gets no play at all. Right. They're subject to the exact same rules. So if that person has a YouTube channel, they could lose their eligibility. Even the lowest level NC2A college athlete is subject to the exact same rules. And so, yeah, yeah this is a... Uh, you know what that says to me? Sometimes in our efforts to be equal, we right. remove the opportunity to be fair. I agree, Cal. I agree. It went too far, and that's basically what—that's basically what what happened in the Supreme Court case we're going to talk about now. This sure. cheerleader. In fact, that's exactly what the court basically said. You went too far. This is about a cheerleader. She was a a, a sophomore at a high school. This is the Levy case, L-E-V-Y, 
And if you want to look up, type in Frederick Penny, F-R-E-D-E-R-I-C-K, and then my last name is P-E-N-N-E-Y, and then Levy, L-E-V-Y on Google. You will find an article I wrote on this. I'm, I'm pushing my articles, but I, I, I've already done this and been there. And the issue is she was upset because as a cheer and apparently she was pretty decent, she did not get moved up to varsity but stayed down on the JV team. And she was upset, and she was off campus with her friend at like a – uh, it's not a necessarily a 7-Eleven, but like a, a – what, what was that? Or a hamburger stand or a convenience store or something. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Stand or something. Yeah. And she was outside there and took a picture of her and her friend uh, giving the bird and saying F school, F softball, F cheer, blah, 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 F everything, right? And then she sent that out to her – it was uh, a Snapchat yeah, that was Snapchat. meant to go away. Right. Well, but it only went to her friends. She didn't put it out everywhere. Because you can put it out everywhere, you just put it to her friends. And there's about 250 friends, and one of them, she sent it also to the coach. Well, she got disciplined and kicked off the team, uh, off the church squad, and a lawsuit incurred saying she has the right to do stuff like that in her home or outside the school district, etc., now, the general rule is, and it's a famous case in the 1960s that came out uh, that discusses uh, what the general rule is, is, is basically uh, it, it can't disrupt the school enough or cause enough problems to balance out that they have to stop these kids from doing things, such as bullying, et cetera, et cetera. That's what the argument of the school was. We had the right to do that because of bullying issues and issues that uh, may cause problems at school, Right. And, but it has to, the school's regulatory interests um, have to be significant, but it's like a balancing test, right? And, and the issue was, was this materially, quote, materially disrupting the school? And that's the Tinker v. Des Moines, uh, Des Moines uh, School District. And that was in 1969 where they were wearing black bands on their arms, these kids, to protest the Vietnam War. And they stopped them. And that court held they can wear the black bands because it's not dis materially disruptive to the school. Now, here's the interesting thing I found in this. And I know I'm doing all the time. I found something really interesting. And it's Breyer that wrote. It's funny how he kind of said, this is the way I interpreted him. You know what? This kid needed to be disciplined. <laughs> he needed to be swatted or what? I don't know why I'm not saying that. But spanked. I'm going to call the word spanked. You know, like got in trouble. But that it's... Just because she what she did was wrong and, and I don't agree with it doesn't mean it can go far enough to limit her freedom of speech. Yeah, and, and especially off yeah. campus. There's yes. a big distinction between um, speech on campus versus speech off, off campus. Right. And um, it was funny because the, the uh, justices who have children were more concerned about regulating off-campus behaviors, especially considering what we just went through with COVID, where there would be a lot of off-campus behaviors. Right. And so they didn't want to create like this bright line on when they could. So they didn't come up with a standard in this case. Right. That was really they a hard line standard. Exactly. This case. And that exactly. is part of Justice Thomas's dissent is he said, look, we, we've had this idea for 150 years where the school is a quasi-parental agency. We've given that under the doctrine of in loco parentis. And 
the court did away with that, but didn't explain how that is to be overcome, why they go out. So it doesn't provide schools the guidance going forward to apply a test for when they can or cannot right. do this. And that was the problem that Thomas saw with the opinion, and that's why he right. dissented. But they did yeah. say you can still discipline it, but it just depends. You have to check to see whether or not it, it meets the materially disruptive test, yep. I guess. We'll be back which after is the, a hard, yeah, which hard is, standard. How does each school do that? We're going to come back. We're going to talk a little about the Kobe Bryant and a pastor, why he was sued. This is Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned as the show continues in just a little bit. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this better shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170. 800-738-0170. 800-738-0170. Okay, man, this is your time. 
Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. Cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. You got to dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments, because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Show the world that you're tougher than tough. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org/caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. My name is Frederick Penny of Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. I've assembled an excellent team of highly experienced personal injury trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. At Penny and Associates, we will aggressively represent you and your family when someone has been injured in an accident. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. For a free initial consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or call 1-800-616-4LAW and ask for Frederick, Stewart, Rob, Kevin, Kent, or Will. That's Frederick Penny at Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers, one 800 616 for law. This is no fun. That's true. Who told you that? Now, now it's time for more Radio Law Talk. So, Todd, you're a big baseball guy. You do baseball play-by-play. Tell everybody who Ben Zobrist is. Uh, ben Zobrist helped the Chicago Cubs... You know, the Chicago Cubs went how many years without winning a World Series or a championship at all? And he was a pitcher that helped the Cubs break that streak and very successful pitcher. And then he and his wife at the time, uh, well, I guess technically still a spouse. They're not divorced yet, but well, they, yet. They, are go- they are going through a divorce and... Um, it's just become very contentious, and one of the issues that has come up recently is apparently Zobrist, Ben Zobrist, has filed a lawsuit. Now, Denise, I want to make sure I word this correctly. Ben Zobrist has filed a lawsuit against the pastor, uh, against a pastor with whom he is alleging his wife had an affair while his wife, while he was married to his wife, and that that... Um, has led to the marital discord. I don't know the details of that specific lawsuit, but look, under the category of truth is stranger than fiction sometimes, this is getting pretty intricate. And the pastor claimed he was just unclear on the concept of what kind of counseling she wanted? Yeah, well, you know, (laughs) it's it's more, it's the 10 guidelines, not the 10 commandments. And so, you know, there's there's suggestions of condoms. No, it's pretty serious. And so um, Zobrist filed for legal separation in Tennessee. And in Tennessee, it's a fault state. That is right. So if you can prove adultery, that is one of the faults that can exist in a marital um, relationship case. And when you have that, he could literally get all the assets because you get damages as a result of the fault. Mm-hmm. However, his wife then filed for divorce in Illinois, and Illinois is a no-fault state. And so now the question is, which action is going to take precedence over the other? And most often, in most states, it is the divorce that trumps the legal separation. Wow. And that's so why that may be a problem for Zobrist. He maybe should have filed for divorce and not legal separation. Mm. So that's one of the fun parts of this. The second is that in Tennessee or Illinois, you can't sue for damages against a person who has an affair with your spouse. That's both in both states you can't. This- but it looks like the suit that was filed against the pastor and the company has to do with the breach of contract kind of an action for his efforts in 
um, uh, getting tickets for baseball games and doing all kinds of nonprofit type things. Right. right? Can I'll go ahead. Then I got can, can the pastor uh, could could the baseball player and the wife had looked at each other and said, "Look, I'm just going to file for a separation." Okay, that's fine. I agree with that. So he files a separation. Then she goes running to the lawyer afterward and says, "What can I do to trump that?" Well, go to another state and file for divorce. I mean, is it possible? That something like that could come up where they'd already decided they were just going to separate? I, I do think that that is a very much a likelihood. So yeah. here, here's what's interesting. Yeah. So this is, by the way, the Journal Star is talking about this. The Journal Star is from the basically a hometown uh, area. I, the, the Journal Star is, I can't remember where it's from. I knew. Uh, anyway, Journal Star said the following, that he is suing, that is Zobrist, is suing the company Forest Crane and Company, which is a Nashville area-based business consulting firm, for six million dollars, and that and and in damages from Byron Yawn. That's the pastor, also. Um, and I don't know how Byron Yawn is involved with uh, C, uh, 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 Forest Crane and Company. I'm assuming. Uh, well, no, here it is. That's right. I'm going to look at. Uh, he is the CEO of that company. Byron Yawn. He was. He was fired yeah. in 2019. But, and apparently, they were. He's. Their argument is they were still taking money even after he was fired. And uh, from this charity, which was Zobrist's charity. So, so he is the director of Ben Zobrist's charity, or right. was at the time. Exactly so he's right. saying, this is a breach of fiduciary duty. You're running my charity and sleeping with my wife. And, and that's his allegation. And running his – and the pastor of his church. And yes. receiving 3500 a month personally, or $3,500 monthly checks personally, and, and not giving them to the nonprofit. And kind of – I think the, the hint also is that he was making – you know, he was signing autographs, getting tickets to baseball games, hosting events at his home for personal messages, for newly – you know, he was doing all that stuff and basically – Look, this guy was profiting. Well, I got to be careful. It's all allegations, but I think she said. My understanding is, she admits this, doesn't they? That they she had does. A, that they had an inappropriate, uh, uh, you know. Yeah, um, that was in 2019, not prior to that, but in 2019, right. I believe. But here's a question that I have for you. You guys always ask this: Who does that person who had the affair look like? What do they look like? So did anybody look up what oh, John looks like? You mean the, the baby? Like? You mean? No, no. <laughs> oh, 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 I, do you guys know what yawn looks like? No. Well, I, I, every time I, know I look what the in the mirror, I like. yawn, but that's different. But she's beautiful. So. She's a, she's apparently a Christian uh, uh, singer, a Christian artist, you know, some sort. Yeah, some sort of Christian uh, rock, and she's actually sang apparently in uh, pop star. She's a Christian pop star. Sang so, in, sang in one of the. The national anthem, and I believe one of the uh, uh, ga- baseball games. And, and Ben Zobrist and his wife, the Christian musician Juliana, they co-wrote a book in 2014 together called Double Play about faith and family. They have three kids, and and now they're going through this. And you know, the the question is, you got the legal issues, and then at some point in time, probably in the community, folks that purchase their stuff, you're going to have to they're going to have to deal with the court of public opinion. You know, folks, uh, wait a minute. We read your book, and that was very faith-inspiring, and now you're saying this, which it's it's just difficult all the way around. It just proves and that divorces hurt everybody in do. every area of their life. It's hard. And you know what? Ha- the worst part is that it shows up in WikiLeaks. Yeah. Good. That, that, that it does? Yes. Yes, it does. Did it, right w- there. WikiLeaks <laughs> or Wikipedia? 
Oh, sorry, Wikipedia. Yeah. Oh, God. So, what the Wiki biography. What does Julian Assange have to do with this? You know, look, look I, I got a few problems going a, on now, but I'm going to take this uh, divorce thing on. Is this yeah. a segue? <laughs> I, I don't know what we're segueing to with that, but we, uh, we can segue into. What do you want to segue into? I think the police powers. I don't know why, but I really like the fact that we're I, I, dealing with a lot of police powers. Yeah, well, well we, we, yeah, we did cover this one. See what we, we got. No, no, I want to talk about Kobe Bryant, the situation. Yeah, let's that, do that. Let me okay. talk about the Kobe Bryant thing because uh, just to let you know, and I've got to be very careful here, and I'm just going to touch on it because I think the two of you guys know that uh, I'm involved in a very, I'm going to say a high-profile helicopter accident case that our firm is dealing with right now. But the families have just reached a settlement in the helicopter crash case of um, Kobe Bryant and his daughter, and 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 there's other people that passed away that was really sad, and and their names don't come up, and I'm going to bring them up right now. So obviously Kobe was killed, and his daughter uh, is it Gianna? Is how you say it, uh, Alyssa. Altobelli, John Altobelli, Carrie Altobelli. I mean, a whole that's a family, guys. Peyton Chester and Sarah Chester, Christina Mauser, and uh, uh, Zobayan. Oh, Zobayan yeah, was, was, a, was a the helicopter. helicopter pilot. So, I mean, sad deal, but you know what? It's always best to get things resolved and settled. My big issue here is people said, oh my gosh, it's going to. There's not going to be enough insurance. And everyone's like, oh, they're, they're going to get a ton of money. Well, don't forget, if you look at what Kobe, you're going to go what his potential of earning capacity is, of what that guy would make until his, if he lived a normal life to a, you know age of the 70s or 80s, what the amount of money that, he, that his family lost because of, uh, 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 of what if he was alive. It's just astronomical. It's a staggering Hundreds amount. of millions. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure it's hundreds of millions. Yeah. So there's not enough money here to go around. And then you've got all these other people. And there, I bet you these and, people... And are, whole families being lost. That's, right. The damages and, for that are incredible. Well, yeah, it's the families that are left. And, and I'm sure those parents probably were doing pretty well financially. And it's so what there's... I, I think there might have been another child that still lived. I can't remember. But there was still family members that lived, not from the accident, but were because they weren't there. But they, they're able to receive monies, too. There's not enough money to go around. And this guys. says nothing of the legal fees and the court and lawyer costs as well, which could right. probably be significant. That's exactly right. So anyway, at least it's settled. We're not going to have to hear too much about it. And it's a sad thing all the way around. We'll be back after uh, this. We're going to talk about how the Supreme Court is uh, ruled in a very interesting case about warrants. This is super interesting, guys. And we're going to talk about it in our third hour. And Todd's going to lay it out for us because he is the former criminal uh He's a criminal attorney and former prosecutor for DA's office. We'll be back. Radio Law Talk third hour will resume on RadioLawTalk.com and on many local radio stations. But if we're not on your station, why don't you go ahead and go over to RadioLawTalk.com and call the station and say, why don't you carry the third hour? Radio Law Talk will resume momentarily. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
Hi, this is Wayne Allyn Root for Liberty HealthShare. If you need a healthcare program for 2021, you are in luck. Liberty HealthShare offers affordable healthcare sharing programs starting as low as $199 per month. Learn more at libertyhealthshare.org slash Wayne Root. I found Liberty HealthShare six years ago. It was the best decision I've ever made. It's an alternative to health insurance. It's Christian healthcare sharing from a nonprofit ministry. There are no contracts. There's no network. You can choose any doctors or hospitals you want. Here's the most important things you need to know. First, credibility. Liberty has over 200,000 members. They paid out over $1.2 billion in claims in the past four years. Second, my personal experience. I'm a member. My children are members. Just in premiums alone, I've saved over $120,000 since I joined. Could you use an extra $120,000? To find out more about your health sharing options, call 855-58-LIBERTY, 855-58-LIBERTY, or go to libertyhealthshare.org slash Wayne Root. That's libertyhealthshare.org slash Wayne Root. 